When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to this latest edition of the Powder Blue Podcast, talking the floundering fills. Is that the right word to use, Jeff Moser? Floundering. I don't, what, what, what is this team? Floundering is a great word. Uh, I think foundering also works as well. I think they, they sort of mean the same thing. Flummoxing. I, frustrating, certainly. There's a lot of F words, Frank, that we haven't used yet <laughs> that could really describe this is a family show, so yeah, this is a family show. I think everybody feels our pain, and look, it's you know, I think the biggest disappointment is a big picture one in that this team, after what they went through last year, the managerial change, the ability to kind of get themselves back into it, to then be in the World Series, to improve the roster, and then to sort of be in the same spot around where they were last year. That that wasn't supposed to be this team. It shouldn't be this team. And we can sit here and talk about, well, this will change and this will change. But we've been saying that for a few pods now, and it hasn't. Well, I think the thing that's got a lot of people annoyed today, that would be Aaron Nola. Uh, you, you know, he was mm-hmm. he was supposed to be the guy that finally had it worked out, that's finally supposed to step up when they need a big win. And certainly he came up flat against the Braves in Atlanta. I mean, that's if, if there's a game that you need to win, it needs to be the game that your ace started. Hundred percent. And to be honest with you, we can pick on Aaron Nola, but Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, I get Ranger Suarez has come back from injury, but he he's he's hit he's so hittable right now. I mean, he's just he's not the Ranger Suarez that he needs to be. So when when you're relying on those three guys, you know, to to be for the Phillies what other marquee pitchers are for those teams, you know, and they can't right now you got Aaron Nola, who's I would say decent and sometimes not so much you have zach wheeler who's been okay i I won't say good i'll say okay and ranger suarez who has not been good um taiwan walker who's been inconsistent that's it you you look at the starting pitching and hitting with runners and scoring position these are the two biggest issues with the phillies by far some people might want to throw a bullpen in there i disagree i think the bullpen's been too taxed but otherwise the bullpen has had far more good moments than bad moments. And I think the mo- moments that have been bad have been directly related to how often it's been used and just too much taxation. And I don't know if the, when's it going to change with this starting rotation and, and hitting with, with runners in the scoring position. Well, so let's let's run down some numbers. This is courtesy of, of uh, Philly's Bell on Twitter. Zach Wheeler, 3-4, and 4-11 four, four ERA. He leads the pack with his 4-11 ERA. Mm-hmm. Aaron Nola four and three five four nine ERA, Taiwan Walker three and two with a five seven nine ERA, and of course Ranger Suarez in this little bit, zero and one nine eight two, and that doesn't even include Bailey Falter who was zero and seven with a five point. I forget what it was when he when he finally got sent down five one six, but that's the starting rotation. I think this. I think yeah, you're talking about the the lack of hitting with runners in scoring position. That was a real issue, but. 
you can't win games when your starting staff is is going like that. And and they're not lasting in the games. And not to mention they don't have a fifth starter at the moment. Not right. And you know what? After you just went through those ERAs, maybe I was being too kind when I said Aaron Nola has been decent just because he's had a couple of decent outings. He's been bad. That's bad. That for Aaron Nola, that's bad. Uh, an ERA over five, no doubt about it. He's been bad. Zach Wheeler has been bad, actually. If his ERA, his ERA was what now? He leads the, the team 411. 411 is not bad. That's just decent, but you expect a whole lot more. You could say bad based on expectations, but for what a normal starting pitcher is, it's not terrible. You can win games with a 411 ERA. You'd, you'd love to have that from your fourth starter, not your first starter. And he has gutted some games out. It was clear yes. his most recent start, he did not have his good stuff. And I thought for sure he wasn't going to come out for the sixth. And somehow he got through the sixth. Mm-hmm. And that in it, that alone was was helpful because, as you said, the bullpen is absolutely gassed. I mean, when you when you think about who is actually pitching in this Phillies bullpen, you know, they, it seemed like the eight that they were going to have were all all nicely planned. And then when they were all there, it seemed like it would work. Now, Andrew Vasquez, my gosh, he's he, he's been a lifesaver. Uh, someone who was not necessarily tabbed to be one of the eight. You know, a guy that they liked, uh, that they claimed on waivers last year, couldn't sneak him through to to, to let him uh, stay at AAA for them last year, and uh, he's come up really, really big for them. But uh, but you know, you're you're still seeing a bullpen that features uh, an ongoing rotation. Uh, that Eric Yulman, I think that's how you say his name, right? Who came up the other day? Jeff Hoffman, Hoffman who's completely yeah. on nobody's radar. Uh, just all of a sudden, he has his opt out, and the Phillies are like, yeah, I guess he's better than what we have. He, he did load the bases the other day, but he's been pretty decent for them. He's but... actually been all right. Yeah. I mean, for expe- <laughs> what we're expe- expecting. <laughs> but Luis uh, Ortiz, Junior Marte, who am I forgetting from that long list of back end that's been uh, up and down? So Yeah, Soto. I mean, again, like now, Soto's... the Braves the other night. He comes in, throws 100, he gets his job done, but then he gives up a few hard hits because they get they catch up to it. But, again, he's another guy who I think has been out there in, in not the best and most ideal conditions. Yeah, he's – He's looked really good at times, and other times he's just seems to seems to be the time that he gets hit is the worst possible time. And yes, which and is... maybe you don't feel that way if if things have mm-hmm. been haven't been going so badly lately for right. every, everything else. Yeah, I mean they certainly miss Alvarado, obviously. Um, that that's been tough on them. And Soto's calling card with the Detroit Tigers was a guy who had electric stuff, but was going to be inconsistent. And you know he, you know he he sort of has that Hector Neris like way of just being lights out for a couple outings and then implosive on another that's you can live with that though when he's not your eighth or ninth guy when you have Alvarado healthy or when you have Kimbrel pitching well right when you've got when you got Sir Anthony and that's another one who's just I thought by now Sir Anthony would be back to normal and he's just not yeah I I, I he's just I don't think he's hurt. I think he just has no command at the moment. And hundred and, percent. <laughs> and when you're down, when you're down, Jose Alvarado, you need your. You know, I will say this about Craig Kimbrell. Overall, I think he's been f- fine. He hasn't been like fantastic. Right. You know, I will say the other night when he got that save, he did give up a home run, but it was just because he had two outs and was just going after the hitter, and it didn't matter yep. if the ball connected and went over the fence. But right. But uh, you, you didn't expect him to be like the high leverage guy the way that he has been right now. No, no. In fact, I was, he was like, at one point, I thought he might be, when we did our podcast, like our pre, preseason podcast, I remember saying that I thought the potential of this bullpen 
was incredible. If you know, even knowing that someone was going to struggle, but just having Alvarado, having Sir Anthony, having Soto, who was a, a closer in Detroit, be able to come in at some moments, and then Kimbrell, who had been a very successful closer, I thought of him as like your fourth out of four, right, for high leverage situations, and and he's had many uh, occasions where he's had to be number one or number two. And I was looking at this though. The Phillies have had so so. Kimbrel saved the the game the other night against the Cubs, right? With that uh, that 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 game he gave up the home run, right? But that was the first save out of the bullpen since May seventh, which was the day Matt Strom pitched two that Sunday, and that was the day we learned that Jose Alvarado wasn't well. (laughs) So, uh, that that there hasn't been a lot of save opportunities on this team, which is. Which I think the tough thing is, you know, that this this seems to be the recurring theme that the Phillies get down early, and there's just no coming back, and then you know, thanks to the starting pitching. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I guess what bothers me, Frank, is that it's like just something about like the culture, and they're playing the Braves right now, and you know what, the Braves have actually really struggled in the bullpen this year. I mean, I don't even know who their closer is, Minter. It's not very uh, Iglesias, good. I believe. Minter, Iglesias, Phillies seem to get four. to Minter regularly. You know, just, yeah. just, just seems that way anyway. Yeah, yeah his but Minter is over four. Anderson, who they got from what the Bucks, right? He used to be with the, uh, I mean, the Rays, the Bucks, <laughs> wrong Tampa team. Um, the Rays. <laughs> he's actually a pretty decent pitcher, and he wouldn't surprise me if he wound up being their sort of closer or most high leverage guy by the end of the year. But they struggle there. But man, like all their offensive players. Why aren't they? What, how come they never struggle offensively the way the Phillies are right now? Do they just have better players? Maybe. I, I mean, I, Austin I, Riley hit that ball like three miles last night. Well, Austin <laughs> Riley is really freaking good. good. <laughs> I think that that's the, good. And I think and then, even... then the Philly, you, you contrast that with, with the Phillies who somehow have the bases loaded and ground into the oddest <laughs> double play you'll ever see. Out at third, out at home, and Nick and Castellanos, Castellanos doesn't slide. That's, that that was what bothered me about that. Why not just slide? Or it's like he was afraid the ball was going to hit him, or let it right. hit you. I know people think that he didn't know the ball was coming home because his back is to the ball, but he sees Murphy, the catcher, the position there to take. I think he knew because he even winced a little bit, knowing that the ball was coming his way. Just slide. And who's on deck? The person on deck is supposed to be telling him exactly what to get do. Get down, get down, exactly. So who's who's who's? I I have to go back and look. That was now. Schwarber, if if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, that that that's on the on deck hitter. You you have a job if you're the on deck hitter, and that's to that's to direct traffic because you're not going to see the third base coach. You're not going to see the first base coach. Them right. yelling isn't going to matter because you're in a, in a major league stadium with lots of people screaming. Mm-hmm. So. That's that, and it could be on Castellanos. He might not have looked. I mean, I, got I, you know, I want, I don't know if I want to go back and look at that again. Right. But, but, but as it was happening, I was watching that with a friend of mine. Like, like, why isn't he sliding? Slide. Oh, right. uh, it wasn't Schwarber actually hit the double. Uh, the no, Bohm. It was Bohm who grounded out. Right. That that was the first out. I think. I guess I'll have to go back and relive. Uh, the... <laughs> it might have actually been Real Muto. Now that I think about it, because. Uh, which would be crazy because you would think a catcher of all people. Okay, so Alec Bohm was the one who grounded out. Yeah, so it was it was Alec Bohm grounding. Right. And by the way, Bohm usually is the one who does what you're supposed to do is is make contact. You know, like mm-hmm. how, all the RBIs he has is, is because he made contact with the ball, and, and right. that's what he did there. I mean, I, I guess a lot of it was just just unfortunate. So, right. so it was Bohm, Marsh. It would have been Marsh. Marsh. Yeah. Marsh is always on deck. Yeah, right. Marsh. Right, but, but for again, for all we know, Castellanos wasn't looking. I might have to 
go back and rewatch that. Although maybe I don't need to go back and rewatch that. But I mean, he certainly wasn't looking behind him. But you can see uh, if you watch it. I mean, he he freezes up a little bit and he kind of brings his shoulders close, like he's bracing for something. So he must have known based on the way Sean Murphy, the catcher, was at the plate, like looking position to field the ball, that the ball was coming home. He he got a slide there. Yeah. By the way, he probably would have been out even if he slid because the ball beat him by, you know, a good two steps. But at least you put the effort in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You never know course, what happens there. The time he does slide, uh, originally called safe, overturned, and I don't know if he could have done anything on that one. But, but yeah, but it seems like I, 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 for the longest time, it seemed like the batting averages were fine and then the rest mm-hmm. would work itself out eventually. Law of averages, blah, 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 blah. But there must be just some mental block here. Like I, I, I just I can't explain it. I don't know. I know that there's this sort of um, they call it like the East Coast pressure because of the you know whether it's because you see this with Yankees and Mets, right? Guys who come over and um, just struggle, right? And if you think about it, Bryce Harper did not have a great first year with the Phillies statistically. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't great. Bryce Harper level. We know Nick Castellanos didn't have a great first year and now we're seeing it with Trey Turner also I mean it's I, I don't know why that is I don't it, maybe it is the pressure of playing in a big market because certainly guys go to Atlanta and they seem fine well let's talk about Turner for a second so I I wondered if that home run against the Diamondbacks was going to be the turning point you know where he comes up with the big hit like I I really thought that was a game to bring some momentum to to it all seemed to line up perfectly, right? They had that comeback after the game was the game was just brutal for <laughs> you know, the finale against the Diamondbacks until they they rally late and win. But uh, that that should have been the game that you think, okay, they're going to Atlanta. Yeah, the Braves are tough, but they're they're not running one of their best starters out there. Right? So they've they've had a lot of injuries in their rotation. Aaron Nola's on the mound. Like you think, all right, well, this is one they need to win and 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 to really set this really actually turn it around. I feel like yesterday undid that momentum from, from the walk-off against the Diamondbacks. 100%. I feel like Aaron Nola let them down in a really big spot. I mean, I know it's the Braves. I know the Braves are good. You're good, too. And, you know, to go down 2 nothing immediately and then have a 3-2 lead. I mean, credit the Phillies hitters, because you're right. That at least seemed to carry over, right, from... Mm-hmm. From the game, from the game three that they won on uh, Turner's home run, because then they, you know, they came back from down two nothing, and then of course Bryce Harper hit a big home run uh, later in the game, and it just felt like all right, you know, the, and then Schwarber gets the double, and they t- the the bats came to at least compete. The pitching did not. The Aaron Aaron Nola did not. Yeah, I'm just looking. By the way, Minter this year has a seven four three ERA. That's what and I'm saying. Cl- like closer Iglesias four three two and. Uh... Only four C. I mean, people aren't getting saves like they used to, but uh, I mean, with that Braves offense, though, they probably win by more than three a lot. <laughs> but right, uh, but geez, I don't know. So then, so then, so then, you turn the page to to uh, today, Taiwan Walker, who I know you, your kind word was inconsistent, but mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is uh, this is a little nerve wracking. Yeah, last time I was this nervous about a starting pitcher was when Adam Eaton was in the first year of his three-year deal and he never saw year three and by year two he was he was benched but i mean that's that, that's a lot of money they're paying for this guy and he's there for four years yeah so is this just his in is he injured or i, I don't even know 
I don't know, Frank. I, I know that he's traditionally been a better first half pitcher than second half pitcher. So the fact that he's not been very good in the first half makes me scared about what we're going to see in the second half. Um, the weird thing about him, Frank, I, is that he's had some really good out. Like when he's been good, he's he's looked pretty good. But when he's been bad, he's just been awful. You know, that one game where he couldn't even make it out of the uh, the first inning. I don't yeah. know, man. But the, the thing is, w- w- like, where's the, the solution here? The only way this thing gets better is by these guys doing better, right? Everybody's going to talk about trade deadline, get this, get that. Well, it, don't, it doesn't matter. Like You can't trade and you you can't trade for three new starting pitchers who are all going to be great. This can only be turned around by those guys having better outings and being a little mentally tougher. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. I mean, I know people are asking about, I see it on Twitter or my mailbag on 97.3. I get questions. Well, who could they trade for? Well, nobody's trading anything right now, right? Most teams are in it. There's so few teams that are out of this right now. And you look at a lot of the teams you expected to be the the farm system for everybody. Uh, The Diamondbacks, look, they're like nine games over 500, right? How about the Pirates tied for first place? Yeah, the the Orioles they're they're playing unbelievably, right? They're I think they have the first wild card, a few games out of first place last right. I looked, right? Even the Marlins are competitive. Yep. Not yeah, that the Marlins should... want to do deals with the Phillies, although it's been done before. But you know, yeah. yeah but who's who's trading? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, the the only ones out there that the only team that I saw that had some extra starters would be the Boston Red Sox, who just moved both both uh, Nick Pavetta and Corey Kluber to the bullpen because they mm-hmm. have. Uh, five starters beyond them. I mean, but then again, like if you're the if you're the Red Sox, would you trade that depth to a team without getting something for your major league roster? Right. You know, so like right. I I I don't know what it would. I don't. I don't again, know again, if you put a really good. Pl- I mean, the Indians are under five hundred. Their Indians off to a bad start. They do this every year, though. I feel like by the time August rolls around, they'll be in it. But, you know, if Shane Bieber is coming to the, the Phillies, right, let's say just for hypothetically, okay, now you have a guy pitch who's a pretty good pitcher, but what about your two, three, and four? Like one guy is not going to be the savior for this team. Yeah, very, very true. And and by the way, they're called the Guardians now. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> I say We've got to get used to that. I know it'll take a while, right? But yeah, um, I'm still stuck on Washington football team. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, but the, the, uh, the Guardians – you know they're they're kind of they're kind of in that limbo, and the, the the White Sox are under. But here's the thing too: the Guardians, the White Sox, they're all like mm-hmm. at the same kind of place as the Phillies. Yeah. Like us, all these would be contenders with a lot of talented play pieces, they're just kind of floundering. Like it's almost like it's almost like there's a lot of them out there that are just right. waiting to. You know, they have this failure to launch, I guess, in in 2023. And um, but you know, it used to be that the Phillies could could look forward to X, Y, or Z. You know, to get to get the relief. Oh, Ranger Suarez is coming back. That, but mm-hmm. I, and by the way, I think they, I think they called Suarez up sooner than they planned, just be, just out of desperation. So I think they, I think they really too. wanted him to get a couple more starts in the minors to build up that build up that stamina. Because as I was saying before, he got called up. He he, he was breezing through the uh, AAA pitch, uh, hitters at you know <laughs> throwing mm-hmm. six innings and fifty some pitches or whatever. Or the one 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 game was uh, five innings and like forty some pitches. So. I didn't think he was that stretched out as it was. So, but by the way, give him credit. He's, he's gutted out a lot of these, you know, where he got off to tough starts and, but cause, cause he's yeah. that level headed guy that, yes. that, 
one of the reasons I like him so much. But it's yeah, clear. I mean, I'm not mad at Ranger Suarez. Yeah, oh yeah, the reality is he's he's not getting anybody out right now. <laughs> it's, it's... And that's that's just because he's not ready yet. And, right. I, and you know that's 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 really really frustrating. And then <laughs> and, and Dylan Covey, uh, I mean. <laughs> By the way, kudos to him, I guess. Uh, you know, <laughs> he again, uh, to, I don't even know what to say about him. I mean, <laughs> just <laughs> the last time I remember the Phillies grabbing somebody off waivers and like throwing them into the rotation just, just out of sheer desperation with some guy named Paul Bird. Maybe, 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 maybe he's Paul Bird 2.0. I don't know. Is, is this, this going to be when he finds himself in the major leagues and, uh, and dominates. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if that'll be the case, but, but, uh, but kudos, kudos to him, uh, for having a, he, well, he didn't start, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. uh, handed the, handed the deficit from, uh, from Matt Strom, who, uh, gave up a couple runs early. Um, by the way, I want your thoughts on the opener in a second, but, but, uh, but I think he's earned a, another not start. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Well, what do you what do you think of these openers things anyway? The the opening pitcher the opener yeah. pitchers. I mean, this is the way baseball has been going for a little while. I mean, if you if you I mean, I think the Phillies at least armed themselves with the type of pitchers that they felt could do that, right? When with Matt Strom and or Falter or or uh, you know, they were it looks like they were they were grooming Nick Nelson to sort of do something similar, I think. Then he got hurt, right? Yeah, he's hurt again. That's, yeah. I mean, he would be he would be up starting if if he wasn't hurt again. So he had a hamstring issue and he sort of reaggravated it uh, in his right. last start. So, but uh, but but uh, Dylan uh, Covey, uh, the five innings, one earned run. Of course, the earned run came right off the bat. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, so it made you wonder what, but what, uh, what what that was going to be. But but kudos to him. Uh, you know, he earned another not start and. Uh, I don't know. I, I I hate the idea of the opener, but I, I guess I guess in that situation you figure okay, uh, Strom will come out in the beginning. They've got some tough lefties in Arizona like Corbin Carroll, mm-hmm. uh, so we'll 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 have him face those lefties, and then you know he starts against the bottom half of the lineup. Uh, I, I don't know. Less less fewer times that you have to face the the the, the uh, top hitters. I guess that's the rationale. Do you like that rationale? No. Not really. I, I just don't. <laughs> I don't even have a good reason why. I just it's I'm just uncomfortable with it. I don't know. I'm old school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, you. I suppose I could be my mind could be changed if the if the Phillies were having more success with it, but you know, because the Rays do it and they by the way, not to get off track, but seven freaking wins right now. Zach well, Eflin, is that where you're Zach, going? Seven. <laughs> Yeah, you look at his line. It's like I was not in favor of the Phillies letting him start again. I I thought it would have been cool to bring him back as a reliever. I I, yep. I thought he was, I thought his he was too much of an injury risk, you know. And and I meant no disrespect to him, and he's somebody that's certainly, uh, you know, I would root for, I suppose. But uh, I mean, it helps when you have that offense in in, in Tampa Bay, right? It because does. Uh, it really does. Yeah, so the the line on Zach Eflin right now. Let me just pull it up so I don't misquote myself. But yeah, he is. He now has drum roll since I'm taking too long. Yeah, seven and one, three seventeen ERA, <sighs> WHIP of one hundred two. Like, but, uh, I don't even understand it because 
It's not that he's never been a good pitcher, but how has he been able to stay this healthy? He could never stay this healthy with the Phillies. I do believe he had one injury this season already. I, I, I try to remember he's now. Still been out there at least nine times. So I mean, that's yeah. Just I, you know, and yeah, the worst was... part about it is everybody said the same thing when the Tampa Bay Rays signed him. They said, "Uh oh, <laughs> they, they must know something." That because this looks fishy. <laughs> this looks me. This must mean that the Phillies are going to miss him more than we think. Yeah, his only loss came against the Baltimore Orioles. He gave up four runs in six innings, which could have won that. You know that easily yeah, easily could have been a win. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's he's going deep. He was on the IL uh, between his uh, April seventh start and twenty third April twenty third start. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, once he once he had two nice starts and then went on the IL, I was like, all right, well that's the story of Zach Eflin. Now, granted, we we are only a couple months in. You know, we'll see if he can if he can sustain it. I mean, I I would be happy for him to to sustain it, but that's uh, yeah. But he's yeah. probably happy there. He, he's from Orlando, so pitching as close to home as he possibly could. So, I but think, uh, uh, to, to get back to the Phillies, though, I I think you know it's easy to say, but and and maybe Rob Tomper, maybe Tomper's got to be a little bit more on this, but. When you're struggling, especially, you need to sort of get back to basics and do the right things. And you go back to what we were talking about, that double play where Castellanos doesn't slide. But even so, you have bases loaded one out. I think, you know, Alec Bohm obviously was up. Right now, you need a fly ball. I mean, you you just you need a fly ball or a grounder to the right side to be able to score that mm-hmm. run easily. And you got to work that pitcher a little bit to make sure that you get the pitch you need. To get that fly ball, like you have to put yourself in those situations. So that's sort of baseball one on one there. And maybe that shouldn't have been your a double play ball, not all of his fault, but that's not the grounder that they needed. They needed more from Alec. And I get it. He homered in the game. I mean, it's been been good, but that's a situation where you have to be better. But see your biggest you have to be better. No, it, but that's an example of what I think everybody is doing. There's no reason this team should be top five in like hits, top five in slugging percentage, on-base percentage, and what they've been, but middle-of-the-pack runs and lower runs and run, runners in scoring position, they're terrible because they're put, they're they're getting hits. It's not getting timely hits. And that, to me, tells me that, A, they're pressing, and B, they're not playing fundamentally right. They're which is we call it selfish baseball. It's not like I think they're going up there going, I'm going to be the hero or I just want to hit a home run. I think you just forget in those moments. All right. I got the bases loaded. I need a fly ball. Right. So even if it's a good pitch, but it's at my knees, I might take that because I want something a little elevated that I can make sure I get the fly ball. Cause I don't care about a hit here. I care about a fly ball. That's going to score a run. It's going to put us ahead. That's the mentality that you have to have that I don't see those guys having. I'm starting to see Castellanos get back to chasing too. Mm. And by the way, Bohm did have that mentality on his. He was the walk off RBI right uh, the game before. So oh, the game before, so yep. he did. That's exactly what he did. He got after the game. He had said, "Well, hey, you know, we got in the air, and hey, the the hit was nice, <laughs> you know." Right. But right. but at the end of the day, you know, all he needed to do was get in the air, and they won. And and uh, yeah. Yeah. He was able to come through there, but again, you know, you can't execute every single time. And mm-hmm. but you, what you do need to do is focus. <laughs> focus, right? And it helps if your teammate slides. <laughs> that helps too. Oh my! So, so I guess where do we go from here? Because I feel like we're just we're just 
talking about all the bad. Now, now, now the Phillies are by far, they're far from out of it, of course, right? Four games under 500 uh, when it's not June is not the end of the world. And what it was, what it was eight under 500 last year when, mm-hmm. when they made the managerial change. Now they're, they're not going to make another one this year. Right. <laughs> so I can't imagine. No, but, but there's, there's nobody, there's nobody that, to, I think, I think the fact that they're just kind of all around the mediocre, mediocre, mm-hmm. the right word. Um, um, no, they're, right now they're, they're not, they're good. not like I mean, bad, yeah. bad. You know what I mean? It's just, but it's, yeah, I mean you're four games under 500, so you can't even say mediocre because I don't know they have the one, two, three, four, five, six best six. Or, they're tied for the sixth or seventh with San Diego out of what? They're twelve or thirteen. I guess you could say middle of the pack. Yeah. So 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 like it's the fact that it's a combo of everything. Like what's the, what's the solution here? I mean, uh, in terms of. People that could help you in the system. Griff McGarry has come back. He has pitched two two games so far. So since we last potted, he he came right back a couple days later, made a couple things, a couple starts. They're still they're still not stretched out starts. I mean, he might be your only hope from somebody from the system. Other guy I really liked, Andrew Baker, is getting shelled at Double A. <laughs> so, yeah, like I, it seems like all the depth you thought they had to is 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 just not working out below. <laughs> so. And we hear uh, so, nothing about Painter. I mean, they're really and listen. I'm okay with that, but if you were hoping he was going to come and be a, a savior, you know, by late June, it doesn't seem like that's going to be happening. Yeah, not happen. I think I think he's somebody where you're lucky if he happens to show his face in September. But I wouldn't even count on that. I mean, that's yep. just my personal opinion. I think that they don't want to they don't want to go crazy with him here because, uh, you know, he avoided the surgery. It looks like, but you don't want to you don't want to push him towards it either. So, right. Um, but let, let's talk about what let's talk about what's what's coming up for for this team because uh, they're finally playing these divisional games, right? That it took so long to to have, you know. Other than that series against the Marlins, they're finally playing in the division. So this is four against the Braves. That's that is not easy, even though the Braves are are, are, are not not uh, they don't have all their bullets at the moment uh, from the starting rotation. Uh, the Phillies got lucky yesterday. They're getting lucky again today. With 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 one of the sub starters in in uh, Jared Schuster, mm-hmm. but uh, but four against the Braves, including yesterday, and they got three against the Mets in New York, three against the Nationals, and then back home for three against the Tigers. You gotta hope that that they figure this out somewhat against the Braves and Mets, because if they if they're not taking games by the from the Nationals and Tigers, Ugh, uh, like they, they they need to play catch up and and. Are they in a position to play catch up? That's what I want to know. Are we, and by the way, I'm already predicting, you know, Matt Vierling and Nick Maton home runs uh, against the Phillies because that's what happens. But, but, but once they get past those two series, then then they then it's tough again. The Dodgers, Diamondbacks in Arizona, they get Oakland, but then back to the Braves and Mets. Yeah, uh, and then the Cubs in Chicago. Cubs are not bad, by the way. I know. I think I think the sentiment was, oh, the Cubs Cubs should be an easy team, but we saw they're not. Nope. You know they've they're 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 in the middle of that rebuild and they've got some talent. It's not to say they're going to win their division. It's not going to say they're going to compete for their division, but they're no slouches. So, um, so, so where do they go from here, Frank? Like I said, the only thing they can do is they have to get their heads out of their asses. Like there's no there's nothing that's going to change dramatically change this roster. They were waiting for Bryce Harper to come back. He came back. He's been Bryce Harper. They're still losing games because Bryce Harper can't pitch. It all starts 
with the starting rotation. I think even if they continue to struggle with runners and scoring position, they could still position themselves to win more games than they've been winning if they get better starting pitching. If they do not, it's going to be one of those years, right, where where you and I are looking back saying, holy cow, I can't believe all of the bad things that happened to the team this year, and and maybe they don't make the wild card at all. I mean, I know that it's too early. I, I don't imagine that happening. I have to think based on history that Wheeler and Nola especially are going to turn around and Ranger Suarez is going to be more than serviceable, but it's got to happen. We can't just talk about it and say it's going to happen. They've got they got to go out and do it. There's no there's nothing there's no dramatic change here. So one more thing I want to point out and talk about before we before we uh, before we call it a call it a podcast. But uh, uh, Marcus Hayes, I think Marcus Hayes has had some pretty good uh, columns as of late. But he's he's wondering if Reese Hoskins is the reason this team is good point, man. All off. It's a really fair. It's a very fair point. What have we what have we said about Reese going back to last year that sometimes what he does for the club isn't quantifiable in stats or, you know, defensive runs saved or strikeouts or anything like any of the negatives you want to use against him, that he is a spark plug for a team, a leader, a clubhouse glue kind of guy. And, you know, you heard the same things about Trey Turner, but it's hard to be that a, when you're new and B when you're struggling yourself. Um, I, I do think they miss him. Now, do they miss him to the point of, you know, plus seven in the win column, Frank. That's kind of hard. I don't. I don't know. Here's you know, the thing. Like... <laughs> so, so he, I mean, Marcus says just what you said. He said, perhaps more than anything, they miss his presence. They have no captain. They have no spokesman. That's that. So that's basically what what you're saying there. So, but I don't uh, believe. I don't. That that to me takes a little bit away from Bryce Harper, who has come out and said things like we what what they need to do. Who is leads by both example, right? And come, but, but I, I don't, I just don't want to make it seem like they're a rudderless ship because of, of, I think they certainly miss something with Reese, but I don't want to act like this team has no other leaders that, that, that's not fair either. Well, and, and let me ask you this though, like talking about Harper, Harper was out and then, and then coming back, you know, is it like he's walking into something that is somebody else's at that point? I don't know. Uh, I mean, and even he, I mean, Harper hasn't been bad by any means, but he hasn't been dominant yet, which you would imagine, you no, know, because he had no he had no rehab assignment, which is which is uh which is mind boggling, although we saw what what how, how silly he makes a rehab assignment look last year, but right. But um uh, I, I don't know. I'm I'm sort of taking into account that he's not a hundred percent, right? He's still not in the field, isn't he? What's his on base three fifty, right? I mean he's Couple home runs, nine eighty three OPS. I mean, I know he's been good, pretty darn good. (laughs) No, no, he's been good, but just just the way he, the way he came in, and um, you know, in uh, Hayes's piece, he quotes uh, Rob Thompson saying, "The walks, the home runs, the pitch selection, the working counts. It's another grinder at bat that's not there anymore." So that is true. So that 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 is a uh, that's a very good point because essentially the bats that went to him now go to Edmundo Sosa or right. Cody Clemens. I mean that's that's and it's a shame Hall didn't get get his look, but uh, but yeah, taking those pitches. I mean he he could he was good for an eleven pitch at bat every game, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, the, and listen, the street he'll he you know he probably would have been on a some kind of streak, either a hot one or a cold one. But when it was hot, you would have won a game or two because of it. No doubt. Yeah, so if you're talking talking four games under 500, if they win two more because of him, well, there you go. I mean, that's something. Yep. 
Do they that, win no, three more? That, that's something to be said for that. Now it should have been negated by the addition of Trey Turner. It really should have been, but but Trey has struggled, and he's been, in fairness, he hasn't hid from it. He hasn't run from it. He's accepted it. He's taken his medicine, Trey Turner, um, and it looks like he might be snapping out of it a little bit here. So, yeah, actually, Frank, if that's what if that's one thing you want to identify, obviously Nola, the, the starting pitching has to be better, but maybe there's some kind of silver lining with Trey Turner starting to snap out of it because they really need that. All right, Jeff. Well, really, I don't know what else, what else is there for no, us to I mean, say at this yeah, point. There, other there's than no secret. secret got to play, gotta play here, better. Right? Yeah. They just, you know, you, this, I feel like this is the conversation that Yankees, I listen to some New York sports talk radio just to, you know, get away from it and hear what somebody else is saying. And the Yankees fans were saying all these things about the Yankees like three weeks ago, like good roster, good pitchers, a lot of money, high place guys who just aren't playing to their potential. And now they've been playing a lot, but I think they're, they're way over 500 now. But so maybe, maybe it's in store for, for the Phillies, but there, there was nothing that was going to fix it. The guys just had to play better. Yeah. I'm with you. My gut still says, I mean, this is, this is the team that's going to be able to string together some wins at some point and, and pull themselves out of it. Like they did last year. I don't know what the spark's going to be to make it happen, but uh, we'll 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 keep looking for that. Well, I thought it was going to be Bryce Harper trying to fight the entire Colorado Rockies organization. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Trey Turner and the walk off home run. So we'll see. I don't know. I don't know what's left. Maybe we need a Tomper uh, complete because the home plate umpire the other night. Oh my god, I forget which game was it. Was it the Diamondbacks game or was it the first Atlanta? I don't know. One of them was terrible. And I thought maybe we're going to get our first like you know. I rate red-faced Tomper, but we have not seen that yet. Yeah, Craig Kimbrell getting called for a ball while he's waiting for the batter to be set. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought I, I thought John Crook was going to lose it, right? So that was yeah. that was at least entertaining. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jeff. Well, some Phillies are still healing. Jose Alvarado on the mend should be rejoining the Phillies soon. That'll help mm-hmm. a little bit, right? So, uh, Derek Call, I guess, is a couple few weeks out at this point so that's crazy maybe he can help maybe he can help a little bit too but as you said phillies need to play better and whether they are or not we'll be back to talk about it (laughs) this has been the powder blue podcast frank close jeff mosher catch you next time